said, child, I know you're sorry for all that you have done. Just preach to me, for I am the one. I am the Good morning and welcome to the Bethel Baptist Bible Devotion Time. This is Pastor Donnie Shoemate of the Bethel Baptist Church here in North Wilkesboro, North Carolina. I want to welcome you today. Thank you for taking time to tune in with us this morning. And I hope that you're doing well today. May God bless you. And I hope and pray that everything is going good in your life and that you are trusting the Lord no matter what comes our way. And we realize in life sometimes there's difficulties, there's valleys, there's mountains, there's times that we go through troubles in life. Nevertheless, God is faithful. If you have a copy of God's Word nearby, I want to encourage you today to open up your Bible along with me to the Gospel according to St. Mark. Mark's Gospel, chapter number 3. We'd like to pick back up right where we left off yesterday. And again, I want to encourage you to open up your copy of God's precious word and let's look together. I've always found that when I read along with somebody who's teaching or preaching God's word and when I am reading with them, it helps me to retain much more and to get much more out of what they are saying. So the word of God, Mark chapter 3 and verse number 23. We're going to begin reading and I want to draw your attention to the first part of verse 23. The Bible says, and he called them unto him. Then there's a comma. And I don't want you to notice Mark's wording here. And I want to reread it again. And he called them unto him. And again, what, a, what an amazing phrase. Now, as we're looking at this and we notice that Jesus is calling those unto him. Who is it that he's calling? Who are these that are being summoned unto the Lord. Well, if we remember yesterday, we we understood that it was scribes from Jerusalem who had who had come down from Jerusalem. In other words, they had descended off the hill that Jerusalem is some 2,400 feet in elevation, and they had come down and then traveled north to into Galilee where Jesus was. Their mission was to find fault with the Lord Jesus. And as I hear what Mark here has to say, I marvel at the words that he uses. And if we think about that, he, he said, and he called them unto him. 
Now, Mark is describing here uh, a merciful Lord Jesus, and also he is showing us the love of Jesus even for his foes. Now, think about that with me. There's a lot of difference as we look at the scribes and we were to compare them, if we were today, to the Savior, we would find many, many differences. Let me just list a few. First of all, they were old and he was young. Very likely, these scribes were older men. They dressed in costly apparel and the Lord Jesus was dressed in meager clothing. I imagine he did not have the finer clothing. Imagine that he had that which was maybe perhaps even homemade. I don't know exactly. But as I think of that, they in their fine array and Jesus in his meager clothing, the opposite uh, of each other. They were educated in the scripture. In fact, they were educated with the finest degrees of education of that day. And they were very studied and learned men. And as I think about that and their education, they were educated in that which Jesus had written. You see, the author of the scripture, the, the, the one who made their curriculum was standing before them. And he wrote the scripture that they were educated in. They were prideful. Jesus was humble. They, no doubt, were intelligent men, but yet he was omniscient. And you all, and is all, and I'm glad that I know him today, and I can tell you on the authority of God's word, Jesus is God in the flesh with full knowledge of everything it is. Yet Mark says in verse number 23 in chapter 3, and he called them unto him. What mercy and what love. And let me say this to you and I, in application to us today, where would we be today in our life if Jesus had not called you and I unto him? You say, well, I would have found him. Well, no, I don't think so. You see, Jesus is the one. God the Father is the one that initiates that calling and drawing. And I'm glad that he calls us to him. In fact, First Timothy in chapter number two, Paul, the apostle, he enlists us to pray for all men. And in chapter number two, verse four, Paul says these words, Speaking of the Lord Jesus and God the Father, no doubt, that says this, who will have all men to be saved and to come into the knowledge of the truth. You see, God is not willing that any should perish, but that all should come to repentance. John 3.16 clearly rings loud and clear in my mind as I think of this verse. John 3.16 in relationship to verse number four of, of 1 Timothy chapter two, the Bible says in John 3.16, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believeth in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And here it is, we have the Lord Jesus and these scribes, his enemies, his foes that had come to accuse him, that had come to find fault, and he called them unto him. Notice what the Bible says in verse 23 of Mark 3. He says, and said unto them in parables. Now, a parable, again, is an earthly story with a heavenly meaning. 
Jesus was the master teacher and he used many times in his teaching parables. And it is amazing to me that Jesus would teach in ways that was easily understandable by the people. He didn't try to put things so much high above them. And sometimes he did put things high above and, and, and out of their comprehension because they did not understand it. But there were times that the Lord taught in very simplistic ways that were easily, easily relatable to the people that were hearing. And he taught when where people could understand. And sometimes he said things that were far above their reach, and he did that for a purpose as well also. But here we find him teaching in parables, and he asked them a very profound question. Notice the latter part of verse 23. Let's reread the whole verse. And he said unto them, and he, and he called them unto him, and said unto them in parables, how can Satan cast out Satan? Uh, what, a, what an interesting, interesting statement. Now, Jesus is calling them to reason. They're, they're intelligent men. They're learned men. They're studied men. They know the Old Testament. And Jesus asked them a question, and he calls them to reason in their mind because they had called him Beelzebub, and they said that he was doing that uh, with the authority of Beelzebub. I want to I want to go back and and read what what they said here in verse number twenty two. The Bible says, and the scribes came down from Jerusalem and said, He hath Beelzebub, and by the prince of devils casteth he out devils. Now, isn't that interesting that, that, that they said that and accused wrongly Jesus of doing this? But nevertheless, Jesus asked them a question, how can Satan cast out himself? And boy, that's, that's, a, that is a, uh, that, that's a profound question. And the simple answer is he can't. And if he could, he wouldn't. And in the next verses, Jesus begins to prove his point unto them. And we'll pick up in verse number 24, Lord willing, on our next Bethel Baptist Bible devotion time. Our time has come and gone. It slipped away from us this morning. Hope and pray you'll tune in again for the next time we're together. Until then, we'll be looking forward to seeing you. I hope and pray that the Lord bless you today. May God bless each and every one of you in, as we learn and live our lives for him. God bless. Hope you have a great day. Bye-bye. Child, I know you're sorry for all that you have done. Just breathe.